Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kira Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We are also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. The Thai Expat Show is sponsored by ThailandBuySell.com. ThailandBuySell.com is a new classified ads website where you can place ads free of charge and shop. Ads can be placed in both Thai and English languages, and it's a very easy site to navigate. Visit ThailandBuySell.com today and sign up for free. Now that's all done, let's jump into today's show. So before we start off today's show, I'd just like to thank everybody for all the support over the last few weeks. I'd also like to thank everybody for the emails they've been sending to me and subscribing to the website and other things like that. Now if I haven't got back to you on the website, I will eventually and I'm really sorry that I haven't. I've just received so many emails and it takes quite a long time to reply and give you the correct information. Now for the coming weeks I hope that we can bring you different topics about Thailand and I plan to do exactly that. Now if there's anything you would like me to discuss on the channel or any topics you'd like me to research and do a show on I'd love to hear it down below in the comment section because as listeners what you want to hear what you'd like to hear is important to me as well. So please feel free to let me know down in the comment section any topics or subject matter that you would like to hear about and I'll happily try to accommodate that week to week on different episodes. So anyway that's all finished let's jump in to today's top stories. And we'll start off with our first story of the day. Singapore, Malaysia to allow quarantine free travel between both countries. Singapore and Malaysia will allow quarantine free entry for fully vaccinated travellers flying between Changi Airport and Kuala Lumpur International Airport, one of the world's busiest air routes. Starting November 29th, eligible travellers between the neighbouring countries will be able to avoid quarantine or isolating at home by completing COVID-19 tests, according to a joint statement by the nation's Prime Minister on Monday. Singapore and Malaysia enjoy deep, warm and multifaceted relations, said the Prime Minister of Singapore. This will help revive our economies, restore our people-to-people ties and strengthen our bilateral relationships. There are also plans to reopen land borders in the near future, they said. Singapore accounts for the biggest chunk of Malaysia's international tourists, with about 10 million arrivals in 2019, according to the Ministry of Tourism, Arts and Culture. Malaysia arrivals slumped to 1.5 million in 2020. Singapore tourists also bring in the most money spending 20.5 billion ringgit or 4.9 million dollars in 2019. Singapore has recently opened the so-called vaccinated travel lanes or VTL with several countries including the US, UK and Germany. The city-state started allowing quarantine-free entry for visitors from Australia and Switzerland on Monday when it also announced it would include Finland and Sweden from November 29. Monday's agreement is a first vaccinated travel lane for Malaysia, which only last month lifted a ban on interstate trips. The country plans to reopen to foreign visitors in stages starting on November 15th with a pilot international tourism bubble in Langkawai. Malaysia is also in talks with Australia about reopening. State news agency Bernama reported at, on the weekend, citing Foreign Minister Datuk Abdullah. The VTLs will allow travel as our two countries gradually reopen our borders responsibly by balancing the need to recover our economies while ensuring safety and health of our people from COVID-19. That was from the Malaysian Prime Minister. 
Now, a little bit of good news definitely between Singapore and Malaysia. I think it's only a matter of time before something like that will open up between probably Singapore and Thailand. Uh, Thailand will need to get higher up there on the vaccinated list, but I, I think it is a matter of time before that will happen. If we look around the world right now, Southeast Asian countries seem to be the most cautious in relation to opening. Not 100% sure why, but it does seem that they're very, very cautious that they seem to want to work around these travel lanes and these sandboxes and test and go schemes rather than what you see in Europe and America and other parts of the world where they've decided just to reopen and kind of get on with life, even though you do see increases in COVID in Europe and America and other parts of the world. But I think at some point we are going to have to make that decision on what we want to do. Do you want to continue to be held back in fear of COVID or do we need to start to move forward and move on with our lives? Because I think if it keeps going this way, it could be two or three years and we'll wake up and we're still in the same situation. And I don't think that would be good for anyone anywhere at this moment in time. And moving along, Chiang Mai's famous Doi Intanon opens but with restrictions. Chiang Mai's popular Doi Intanon National Park is opening its doors to tourists from 5am on Wednesday with some mandatory regulations. The park has marked out 21 spots for tourists who will be allowed to enter in three time slots, 5am to 10.30am, 10.31am to 2pm and 2.01pm to 6pm. The number of people at each viewpoint will be limited to no more than 100. Visitors are required to register via the QQ app and CM Chana applications before arrival and use the Thai Chana app to check in and check out. The QQ app takes the registration up to 15 days in advance. At the gate, Thai tourists are required to present their national ID or driving license, while foreigners must present their passports or other government-issued documents. Visitors are also required to present ATK or RT-PCR test results taken no more than 72 hours ago, plus proof of double vaccination. Former COVID-19 patients who have recovered less than three months ago must provide a medical certificate. Visitors with a body temperature of more than 37.5 degrees Celsius will not be allowed to enter. People are required to always wear a mask and maintain social distancing. Those who wish to stay overnight can book a house or tent via www.nps.dmp.go.th. Registration for the Kume Pan Nature Trail closes at 5.30am daily and the first treks kick off at 6.10am and the last at 3.50pm. So they are the entry requirements to go to Doi Intanon. Overly strict and absolutely ridiculous in my opinion. I mean, you can fly from, exam- for example, from Phuket to Chiang Mai and you just need to be double vaxxed or have a test. But to go up a mountain in the fresh air, out in the open, with thousands of kilometers of free space around you, you have to be double vaccinated. You have to have a COVID test. You have to have your temperature taken and you have to make pre-bookings and scan various apps along the way, just over the top. And, and this is the kind of thing that puts tourists off going to places like this. And I'm afraid Doi Intanon is going to be a very quiet place when you have regulations like this. And next up, Riverside areas of Bangkok warned of flooding this week and later this month. The Bangkok Metropolitan Administration is warning people living near floodgates to prepare for high tides and subsequent flooding this week and between November 20th and 26th. Bang Plat, Sampantawang, Yanawa, 
Tambori and Klangtoi are at risk and several roads there are already flooded. The BMA also warned that the high tides today will reach a peak of 1.2 meters above sea level at 7:32 p.m. Bangkok Governor Aswan Kwanmuang said that the BMA is ready to help people affected by the high tides in the late afternoon, raising the level of the river to 2.3 meters and threatening communities outside the embankments and homes near the temporary dams where there is no permanent water barrier. Governor Aswan added that the highest water levels in the river is almost 2.4 meters instead of the more usual 1.9 meters. The BMA is continuously mod- monitoring the situation and has been reporting the water levels every day. The current water level is however 25 to 40 centimeters above forecast due to winds in the Gulf of Thailand driving water levels in the estuary higher. The BMA would like to warn people living in the waterfront areas with no permanent water protection to prepare to move their belongings to a higher location to prevent damage. Citizens who are affected can call the BMA's hotline which is 1555. The BMA notes that this occurs every year during November and December. In December water levels will rise to their highest and this year that will exceed forecasts from the hydrographic department of the navy. The situation is expected to improve on November 13th but there will be another surge between November 20th and 26th which could see water levels as high as 1.17 meters. Looking for a good deal on real estate, vehicles, motorbikes or anything else? Find yourself a bargain at www.thailandbuysell.com. We encourage you to support our sponsors. And the main story today, air travellers not a COVID problem, illegal migrants a headache. The government expressed confidence on Monday that COVID-19 can be controlled for travellers arriving by air, but not for people crossing illegally into Thailand by land. CMI Sirasong, a spokeswoman for the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration, said that in the first week since reopening on November 1, there were 22,832 arrivals at airports, of whom only 20 tested positive for COVID-19. The largest number of arrivals were from Germany, with 2,666 visitors, followed by the United States at 2,665, United Kingdom at 1,475, Japan 1,449, South Korea 987, Russia 949, Sweden 817, France 774 and the United Arab Emirates 565 people. The arrivals included 14,278 visitors who entered the test and go process without quarantine having been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 and arriving from low-risk countries at Suanapum, Chiang Mai, Phuket or Samui airport. Another 7,483 entered the sandbox quarantine process during the first week. Most of them, 6,710, arrived in Phuket. There were another 1,071 arrivals who were not fully vaccinated and entered quarantine for either 7 or 10 days. The 20 infected visitors made up just 0.09% of all arrivals, Dr. Apisamai said. Government spokesman Tanakorn Wambunkanchana said the number of infected visitors by air was at a controllable level and the government was satisfied with the situation. The Tourism Authority of Thailand predicts 300,000 visitors per month for the last two months of the year and that would distribute income to many areas in the country, he said. However, Prime Minister Prayachana Cha was concerned about the illegal entry of workers, with more than 2,800 illegal migrants arrested over the past week. Statistics show that migrant workers were a common cause of COVID outbreaks, especially at markets in Bangkok, Samut Sakhan and Chiang Mai, Mr. Tanakorn said. He urged business operators to hire only legal migrant workers, quarantine them, provide them with vaccination and have them comply with disease control measures. The government on Monday reported COVID-19 clusters originating from markets 
markets in Chiang Mai, 65 new cases. Surin, Udantani, Chantanaburi, Chambari, Prachapkiri Khan, Rachaburi, Pechaburi, and Songkla provinces. Cases from the clusters were included in the 7,592 new COVID-19 cases recorded on Sunday with details released on Monday. So as usual, the blaming the migrant workers, and maybe there is cases amongst them, but it's not all their fault. Now, the reason that there is a lot of migrant workers coming over the border is because they're seeking work. Obviously, there's issues in Myanmar with the uh, the coup last February and then people trying to make their way and get out. But there's also people who left Thailand at the beginning of the pandemic, went back home to Myanmar and now want to come back. But it's not easy for them to come back because many employers don't want to do things legally here. They want to do everything under the table. If you look around the country right now, there's big shortages in construction workers, which generally come from Myanmar uh, and landscaping, gardening and stuff like that. Huge shortages of staff to do it because in fairness and in truth it's normally not a job that Thai people will do so it's left to the migrant workers and without migrant workers things aren't getting done so these workers know the jobs exist they're taking the risk trying to cross the border you know to get these jobs and obviously make some money and supply and and, you know feed their families back home in Myanmar I think if Thailand wants to get migrant workers here which they do need then they should come up with an easy process and something that is not expensive for the employer and for the migrant worker make them feel comfortable doing the process so they can return to Thailand legally and work. Otherwise, and I think as we've seen, if you look in the papers the last few weeks, an awful lot of migrant workers have been caught crossing the border illegally. Now, for the 2,800 that got caught, there's probably 20,000, 30,000 that made it true. So, you know, we have to balance this as well. But I think the borders will always be leaky in this country. I don't think you can ever seal a big border that, you know, runs the length of the country and is made up of mainly forest and jungle. And it's not going to be something you can definitely seal i think they need to come up with better ways to help people who wish to come here to work and i think that would stop mass crossing the border which has been going on for quite a while the thailand pass now has been in effect for just over nine ten days i'm still seeing plenty of complaints about it it's not consistent the process is not consistent there's no real transparency i've heard of people getting six or seven qr codes for the same flight they actually applied six times and they got qr codes five times and it was rejected once they said the insurance didn't meet the standard even though for the previous five times it was okay it's kind of i'm kind of wondering what kind of standards what's the process behind this it's very hard to get answers and i wonder is this dependent on the person who is reviewing your documents and the mood they're in at the time do they understand the documents that are in front of them and i think this could be an issue as well with this thailand pass and you see the low numbers of infected people i think it's 20 i mean that's practically nothing okay in the grand scheme of things and i think the government should be using this data to look at reopening country properly on january 1 without this thailand pass nonsense i think we can come up with a system that's simple where you just show a vaccination certificate if you want to have the pcr test 72 hours before the person arrives then fair enough okay a lot of countries are still doing this i think even well america just stopped doing it. i think you have to have uh, be vaccinated but i can't not 100 percent sure maybe american listeners out there can tell me what are the entry requirements to your country right now is it fully vaccinated do you have to have a pcr test beforehand i'd love to know that i think it's important that we compare to around the world and what they're doing but if thailand still want to go down that route do a pcr test before arrival fair enough vaccine certificate okay but on arrival that's it there should be no quarantine in a hotel there should be no pcr test there should be no sneaky rapid engine tests after day six or seven you know just shoved in on the side and trying to pretend it's all different i think it all needs to go i think if they generally i mean i think in the four stage plan it was the complete reopening on january 1 so we need to be looking at that and hoping that's the way it's going 
Do I think they're going to still get rid of the insurance? I think they might keep it. A lot of people say, well, you should have insurance when you go on holidays. Others will say, well, it should be my choice whether I get insured or not. That's up in the air. But I think the Thai government may keep that insurance requirement. Personally, the PCR and arrival should be scratched completely. Get rid of it and allow people to start to return to a normal sense of travel. I think vaccination certificate is going to be mandatory for a long time. I saw a post today about a certain immigration office now segregating people when they're going in. Vaccinated on the left, non-vaccinated on the right. For expats here in the country, you're soon going to see the renewal of visas and extension of work permits, having to have a COVID-19 vaccination certificate for that renewal as well. I I can see that coming in along the line. Most people I've spoken to about this agree. This seems to be the avenue the immigration and government will be going in the future so if you haven't got your vaccination for some reason and you probably want to stay in the country you're probably more than likely going to have to get one to be able to do that in the future now that's just me speculating right now but based on things that i've seen and people talking it looks like that'll be coming down the line too and i think the government have shown that they like to have expats you know foreigners here jumping through hoops and this would be one more thing they could add to make us jump that little bit higher i can see that definitely coming in the Thailand Pass, has it been a success or not? Personally, I don't think so. I think it went completely haywire. The website wasn't correct when starting. There's many issues. But, and I think every listener here, and I, I guarantee today, there's still people commenting on this going, I'm waiting six, seven days still for my QR code. I call, nobody answers. And I think that's going to be going on for a while. You're dependent on people. If you don't have perfect documents, you're depending on people, as far as I can tell, in embassies approving your stuff. And when you're dealing with an embassy staff, it's a toss of a coin when it comes to it. Anyway, if you have any stories out there in relation to your Thailand pass, if you're still waiting, the whole process, how did you find it? What do you think the future of travel to Thailand should be? I'd love to know all about it down in the comments section. And next up, government promises to fix Thailand Pass following tourist complaints. The government said it's urgently looking into glitches and delays that affect the online registration system for entering Thailand during the tourist reopening phase. A government spokesman acknowledged that there has been numerous complaints from Thais and foreigners over the functions of the Thailand Pass system since its launch a week ago. A number of users have complained about delays in receiving the QR code required for travel into Thailand, while others say they never received it at all or the website simply crashed during their sessions. PM Priyat Chanocha himself has instructed all relevant authorities to find solutions for the technical errors according to the government spokesperson Tanakorn Wambunkanchana. Tanakorn told reporters there are a number of reasons behind the issues. People are reporting with Thailand Pass. He said some travelers have experienced delays receiving their QR codes because the system had difficulty deciphering the proof of vaccination provided, meaning it needs to be manually checked, which slows down the process. In other cases, travelers had booked their first night in a hotel that is not linked to a hospital offering PCR testing, Tanakorn said. The spokesman said the Ministry of Foreign Affairs is now coordinating with the Digital Government Development Agency and the Department of Disease Control to fix the delays and errors experienced by the users. More than 20,000 travelers have flown into Thailand so far since the reopening officially began on November 1, according to government figures. Under the Test and Go program, fully vaccinated travellers can freely travel after they test negative for the coronavirus upon their arrival in Thailand. The testing is conducted at hotels where travellers are required to stay until the result comes back. The amount of time needed varies. Some reported a waiting time of just six hours, while others say they had to wait for a day and a half. And finally, the Phuket news. Keep your guard up, says Governor. While the number of tourists coming to Phuket has increased of late, Governor Narang Wun Si has urged residents across the island to maintain diligence to ensure any possible spread of the COVID-19 virus is minimised.
trouble at the coffee shop. Police have yet to reveal the sequence of events that led to an Englishman physically restraining a Thai woman at a popular coffee shop in Chantilly yesterday to prevent her from continuing her attack on a foreign couple who had arrived and forcibly taken her mobile phone and bag from her. And finally, government to boost medical arsenal. The Ministry of Public Health is gearing up to procure two types of oral COVID-19 antiviral medicines for use in Thailand to fight COVID-19 along with other treatments and vaccines. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in those comments down below. Because yes, this is a news show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and all that good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. Now before we go, if you have something to sell on www.thailandbysell.com, it's free to place a classified advertisement, so why not head over there, sign up straight away. It's the perfect place to sell, whether you're an individual or a business that's www.thailandbysell.com but ultimately my name is Kira Mack you've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show and we'll see you next time